I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Had a Bucks on Saturday night and I was with about, you know, 20, 25 old blokes and a few of them playing Supercoach draft competitions that aren't mine with their mates and everything and I was talking to them about their draft competitions and obviously some of these guys, uh, they don't take it as seriously obviously as I do and a lot of the other guys are a bit more casual but there was a couple of guys that are in other comps that were taking it pretty seriously and I was talking to them and just about, you know, some of their approaches and everything and I think with my comp, uh, especially my close group of mates, which I'm sure a lot of you have been in the same boat. There's a lot of people that are very, very keen on it, think very deeply about it and whatnot and strategy-wise and everything. And I think we just sort of take for granted sometimes the mindset that you have. Like, like for me, a big thing for me on draft day is that when I'm picking my team, I'm picking the team I want for grand final week. I'm picking players... And it's not for every single pick, but there are specific players that I go for that I know I'm going to want in grand final week. And that's a matter of having a look at your matchups. And look, sometimes it's a case of you're, over, you're trying to outthink the room and it doesn't always play out the way it does, but you still want to be prepared for this sort of stuff. And if you're in a competition where guys are not thinking that way, which was a lot of the guys I was talking to the, the other night, and I sort of pointed out to them, you know, you should be picking a team for grand final. Like, And I said, you know, a guy like Harry Grant or Brandon Smith, and they sort of said, oh, he's missing the first two weeks or the first week. Like, I, I'm going to be down a player. And it's like, you know, the first week doesn't mean shit at the end of the day. It's all about just how you finish. That's the only thing that matters. As long as you can keep your head above water and just make your way to the final four and the final two, that's when you need to have the best team on paper. And that's something that I've done for a long time is try and pick um, for grand final week. And I feel like in my competition, when I first came in in 2014, not many of the guys were doing that. There wasn't that much chat about it. It's obviously changed a lot. And now the vast majority of guys, we've still got a, a couple of new guys that are new, new to our competition and stuff and still learning the rules. And some that just don't take it overly, overly that seriously. But the real keen guys are now really thinking about that grand final draw when it comes to draft day. And I think you need to be doing that. So a little tip for guys that are coming into their first draft competition or they're in the early parts or they're trying to be the big improvers in their competition, 
Think about it because you need to be thinking about your matchups, especially for the last two weeks. Uh, if you're listening to podcasts consistently and you're keen enough to be doing that, I'm going to back you to make the final four in your competition. Hopefully you don't have a bad injury run or whatever. But if you're listening to all the podcasts and keeping up to date and everything, I'm going to back you to be in the final four. And then it sort of comes down to your matchups and everything. And then and then it really matters. And you need to start to think about that sort of stuff. As I said, it's not always going to be a perfect science just because you draft guys that you know, and that's the other thing. Like you might draft someone in round, you know, in round one in the preseason, and look at their round twenty-five matchup. And for example, it might be the Bulldogs, and you might go, "Oh, I think Bulldogs are going to finish in the bottom three. All of a sudden, the Bulldogs are finishing seventh and sixth, and they've got a, a much better defensive side. That all gets flipped on its head, and that will happen from time to time. There's no doubt about that. But there's a couple of teams I think in this competition like the Cowboys, uh, probably like the Newcastle Knights, probably like the Gold Coast Titans that you know they're going to concede points and they're the sort of teams you want to be targeting for the last few weeks of the season. Now, as I said, I've always done this from day one. I always just picked a team for grand final week or as close as I could. Um, not for every single player, but there were specific guys that I would target for grand final week because uh, I thought I'd give myself the best hope. And if I was there, I would have good matchups. I think that's the way to do it, each to their own. Some people think that's stupid or overthinking, and that's fine. But that would be my advice to you guys. And I'll give you an example. My first year in 2014... I think I had third pick overall. I went Thurston. Couldn't really go wrong there. Thurston was having a, you know, he was always playing tremendous footy back then. Super coach obviously rewarded attacking stats. And he brained it that year. He was braining it most years realistically with Thurston. But that was probably his peak sort of season. So um, whether you call it luck or timing or whatever the hell you want to call it, I had Thurston. Now, Thurston played the Manly Seagulls, who had a pretty handy side. you got to remember, they won the comp. Sorry, they lost the grand final in 2013. So they were a top four side heading into 2014. So for me, as much as I wanted Thurston because I thought he was the third best player or he was the best player on the ball when I got there, I was a little bit worried because I thought Manly would have a good, you know, they would play well in that last round. It would be hard for JT to score points. So round two, I sort of changed my tactic a little bit and I sort of went for a matchup one. And this is where I took a bit of a punt. And look, as I said, sometimes you can plan these things out and they don't work out at all. Sometimes you can plan them out and they can work out better than what you could have possibly imagined. So Thurston in the last round, as I said, he played the Manly Seagulls, scored 60-odd points, which was okay. Good captain score. Not very good then, uh, now, but back then that was pretty solid. You know, you could take that. Uh, but the guy I picked round two, who was a bit of a gamble, was Jared Hayne. And I just, I loved his matchup. I, I thought he was in for a good season. I didn't expect him to win his second Dalian medal. You know, if you remember 2014, it was actually Hayne and Thurston that won the Dalian medal. They, they, they had a tie for it. So I had both of them. So it was one hell of a season for me. But Hayne was playing the Canberra Raiders, who were really going like a busted back then. I think they finished second last that season and that was one that I really targeted he ended up scoring 100 that day so once again 100 nowadays is you know pretty normal back then it really wasn't you would only get a handful of them every single week I also really liked uh, the run that Jared Hayne had over the last few weeks he went Gold Coast Sharks Canberra Bulldogs, Manly, Newcastle, Canberra. Um, over those, what, six weeks, he went 117, 104, 116, 100, 110, 39, and then 100 in grand final 
all week. So the 100 was actually second worst score from the last six weeks, yeah. But I really liked that run that Hayne had home. I thought he was going to do well. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I thought he was going to win a fucking Dalian medal. That was unbelievable. But I thought he'd do well, and I liked his matchup in the last week. And he was my captain, and that's what sort of got me over the line to win my first grand final. But it does go the other way as well. Now, because I had Jared Hayne, and, I, and, I, and you know, I, I was you know, betting on him to have a big season and betting on him to finish strong. I also got his partner in crime, Chris Sando. He was my halfback. Now, Sando had a pretty good season, uh, averaged, what is it, like like 55 points or something, which for a halfback back then was pretty good. Uh, had a couple of big scores, 117, 93, 96, 97, 71, 68. That week against... Um, against Canberra in the last round where Hainsey got 100. He only got 37. So it can work both ways. But because I had Hainsey as captain, it didn't matter. Yeah, he scored 100. Very hard to compete with 100 as captain in 2014. And that sort of won me that one. Even though Thurston only got 60, still solid. Because I went for that matchup game in Jared Hayne, that got me over the line in that one. The other premiership I won, I think, was in 2016 or 17. It wasn't really that sort of a situation, to be honest with you. Um, just had a pretty well-balanced side. But I definitely think it is something you need to consider, especially heading into 2022, when right now there is a bit of a gap in this premiership. There is a gap between the top six teams and the other teams. There is a lot of teams at the bottom of the ladder that concede a lot of points. Uh, obviously, you need to consider who's going to get rested and stuff, which can be a bit of a pain in the ass, near impossible to sort of predict that. You, you, you can look at how it played out over the last few years, which will help you. Uh, but what I will say is the most important thing, and, and you know, when I was talking to some of these guys who don't take their competition super seriously, but were trying to win, I'd say, oh, it's your grand final in round 25 or 24, and they didn't know, and this is something you need to work out. If your grand final is in round 25, it's very different to your grand final being in round 24, and you need to have a look at those matchups. So for me, your grand finals in round 25, uh, the first game that weekend is the Parramatta Eels and the Melbourne Storm. Now, if I end up taking Gutho at the end of round one as my first pick, I'm very nervous about that. If I've got Papa Lee, I'm very fucking nervous about that. Papa Lee, I'm nervous about anyway. But Gutho, he's probably going to be the highest pick player from Parramatta. He plays Melbourne grand final week if you're playing your grand final round 25. That's a red flag for me. If I'm Cameron Munster, if I'm a Ryan Pappenhausen owner, Parramatta, they're a pretty handy side, especially during the regular season. There's also a chance they will be rested for those games, so you need to take that into consideration with those guys. I'm pretty confident the Melbourne Storm will be locked in for a top four finish. I also wouldn't be surprised if Parramatta are sitting in fourth spot, yeah? So something you need to consider. I think there's a good chance that might be a bit of a dead rubber for both teams. Even if it's not, both two good two good defensive teams. So, I mean, if I've got Pappy, I would still take him third or fourth overall, but you need to be aware that in grand final week, he's probably not going to have a great week. And if you've got Gutho, you can't really back him to go 100 points in that game. The standout for me, though, and this comes down to how results go, uh, at Homebush, the Bulldogs play the Manly Seagulls. So that's Turbo against the Canterbury Bulldogs. There is a bit of mystery around the Bulldogs, how well they will go. Uh, I think they will do well, but I still don't think they'll be a defensive juggernaut. I still think they will leak points. So if your grand final is in round 25, Turbo, he was going to be your first pick anyway, but he has to stay at first pick without a doubt. This might also be an opportunity for you if you can't get your hands on Turbo. Maybe you try and go a stack of Ruben Garrick and DCE or something like that, because I do like the Manly Seagulls 
Eels for round 25, which is something to consider. The Roosters play the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I sort of put a red Sharpie through both of those. You don't really know what's going to happen there. There's a lot of rivalry, a lot of emotion that goes into that. Two very good defensive sides. I don't really want anything to do with that smoke, to be perfectly honest with you. Good chance both are locked into the top eight. Good chance there could be guys rested. It is the local derby, so you would probably doubt it. But I still, I don't know how this game's going to play out. This could be a 10-all draw where they just belt and bash each other. So Roosters and Rabbitohs, I really don't want much to do with either of these guys. Uh, Obviously, the popular guys will be Teddy and Luttrell. Those two guys will do enough to get you to grand final week, but I don't think you want to bank on either of those two guys to go big in that game. Same goes for Cody Walker. Same goes for Luke Keary as well. So you need to keep that in mind with these sort of guys. A Cam Murray, probably like him more in this one. He'll he'll get a lot of base stats in this one, but I wouldn't be relying on attacking stats from Roosters and Rabbitohs if your grand final's in round 25. The next one's really interesting, and this could be sort of the game of the week for some people. Uh, The New Zealand Warriors against the Gold Coast Titans. This one could finish at 40-all for me. Uh, Sean Johnson, AJ Brimson, David Fafita, these sort of guys, Reese Walsh, could be a genuine VC or captain option out of this game, and they could go 100-plus. You could get a few guys go 100-plus in this game, realistically. So that's one that, you know, there's not going to be any Warriors going the top five picks. There's not going to be any Titans going the top five picks. There probably won't be any of either of these guys in the top 10 picks unless David Fafita goes in the late round ones. So something to consider there, which will be a good matchup. It is going to be played in New Zealand, so something to consider. It's 3 p.m. It should be dry. You'd, you'd prefer it on the Gold Coast, Supercoach-wise, but not a bad little matchup to build around there. Next one's interesting. Dragons versus the Broncos. I think the Dragons will surprise a few people this year, uh, but I think by the back end of the season, they will be struggling again. I'm expecting the Broncos to go pretty close to making finals. If they're sitting at ninth or 10th, and this is a must-win game for them, I'm looking at Tony Staggs. I'm looking at Selwyn Cobbo, these sort of fellas. It's also a pretty good matchup. You could captain a Katoni Stag series, always done well against the Dragons. Their edges, defensively, they're not fantastic. So another one to consider there. Payne Haas, if they're playing for a final spot, you can bet your dick Payne Haas is going to play for big minutes. But once again, I wouldn't be relying on a front rower to win you a premiership. Next one's even more interesting. This is round 25. As I said, there's a couple of teams that you can bet are going to be struggling by then. For me, one of them will be the North Queensland Cowboys. They take on the Penrith Panthers. Nathan Cleary. Uh, for me, I probably feel more confident about Nathan Cleary against the Cowboys than I do Tom Travojevic against the Bulldogs because I just don't know what the Bulldogs are going to look like. You were going to take Turbo 1 and Cleary 2 anyway. I'd probably stick with it, but... If you really do believe that the Panthers can give it to the Cowboys in the last round, it's going to be played up there in Townsville, so it's going to be dry conditions. It's going to suit Nathan Cleary. He's going to kick a heap of goals. I'll back him to score a try or two. He'll lay on a few as well. Assuming he's not rested, which I probably don't think he will be unless he's injured, Nathan Cleary, all of a sudden, he becomes very, very appealing to me uh, for grand final week if it's in round 25. Even though he was anyway, he becomes even more appealing. He could be the number one pick grand final week. It wouldn't surprise me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
if Nathan Cleary outscores Tom Turbo grand final week against the Cowboys in North Queensland. The next game, Sharks versus the Newcastle Knights. I'm tipping the Knights will battle a little bit this year. I'm tipping the Sharks will be a really strong defensive side. Personally, even though it's in Newcastle, I don't really want anything to do with KP in this grand final. If you end up late round one and you have to take KP, I don't like it, and I like it even less if you somehow manage to get to grand final day. If you draft KP as number one, I'm tipping you won't be there anyway, though, realistically. Sharkies, interesting side. I think they're attack will be a lot better come this round uh, I think up there in Newcastle it's a little bit of a challenge but I'll back the Sharkies to win this one I'm just worried that the Sharks aren't going to be a 40 point team I think they'll be a 24 point team and they could win by 18 though that's going to be the sort of footy side they are Nico Hines is appealing no doubt about it but I'm not super confident on it realistically uh, the last game for that week is the Tigers and the Raiders this could be absolutely fucking anything uh, there's no not really any guys in either of these two teams that you're going to back in as your captain grand final week Adam Dewey maybe I, I think David Nofaluma has fallen out of that category but I mean even, it's at Leichhardt Oval so you probably want to back the Tigers in but the Raiders they're not as bad side as what they showed last year so for me Cleary and Turbo are the absolute standouts you're going to take them anyway uh, Roosters and South Sydney I'm putting the red sharpie through them if you're playing round 25 and Parramatta and Melbourne. So you need to take that into consideration, especially if you pick six, seven, eight around that mark. Maybe you push a Ruben Garrick up because you back him to score a heap of points against Canterbury. Maybe you push a Brian Toto up a little bit because he's playing the Cowboys in the last week. You've got plenty of options here, but make sure you look at that draw. Now, a lot of competitions, they're going to push their grand final back to round 24. I know that my competition had a discussion about it the other day. We're staying in round 25 as upset as some people would be over that. But you need to work out what week your grand final is going to be in. If it's in round 24, it's a bit of a different situation. Friday night, the Broncos play the Parramatta Eels up at Suncorp. So... I'm expecting the Broncos to be competing for a top eight spot. I think Parramatta will be just about locked in. I'm probably expecting this one to be close because it's at Suncorp. Uh, Parramatta's a pretty good defensive side. So Katoni Staggs, these sort of guys, they're not as appealing to me in round 24 as they are round 25. Parramatta... Like, if you've got a Guffo, I'm assuming he will do okay against Brisbane. I'm still not expecting him to him to really go that 140, 150 like some of the guys in this competition can, though. Penrith, uh, they play at home against the Warriors. Now, I really like this one for Nathan Cleary. Once again, there's not many matchups that I don't like for Cleary, uh, but this one I do like for him. I also like the, the, the grand final week after, if yours is then. But round 24, Penrith at home, Friday night. It's early in the week. You can chuck a VC on him, let it update during the weekend. It's worked out pretty well. Brian Toto, that could also be a big play too. The standout game here, though, that you put the red Sharpie through is Friday night. 7.55, Melbourne Storm taking on the Sydney Roosters. Pappy, Teddy, Munster, Cheese, Grant, these sort of guys. Keary, uh, for me, this one's down in Amy Park. This will be a tough defensive game. I don't think either team will score more than 24 points. I'm pretty confident that not more than one player goes over 100 Supercoach points here. So this is one I'm not overly keen on. If your grand final's in round 24, you need to keep this into consideration. You also need to think if your grand final's in round 25... Pappy's going to have to go Roosters, Parramatta. Teddy's going to have to go Melbourne, South Sydney. So you need to think about your tough draws heading into finals. A good one here. 
Well, it could be a good one. I don't know. This is the punt, though. You've got Turbo taking on the Canberra Raiders in Canberra. If Canberra bounce back and look like what they did a few years ago and it's in Canberra and they're playing for a final spot, which they could be, I don't know about this one for Turbo. It probably worries me. I'd probably rather have Nathan Cleary against the New Zealand Warriors at Penrith on Friday night instead of Turbo in Canberra against the Canberra Raiders, to be honest with you. So something to, con- to consider there. I prefer the Nathan Cleary matchup in round 24 over the Tom Travojevic one. I also am not huge on like a Ruben Garrick DCE in this one. I just don't know what I'm going to get from Canberra. The Cronulla Sharks play the Canterbury Bulldogs Saturday 5.30. I think Cronulla win this one. Once again, I don't think they score 40 points, so I'm not overly keen on it. Canterbury, I don't really know what to expect, but I don't think they score 40 points against Cronulla. So not a huge upside sort of game there for me for either team. This one's interesting. The South Sydney Rabbitohs at home Saturday night play the North Queensland Cowboys. I will back Latrell Mitchell to score 100 here. Cody Walker could quite easily score 100 here. AJ could score two or three tries down that left edge. Something to consider. This isn't a bad matchup for South Sydney in round 24. This probably lifts the stocks of Latrell Mitchell, assuming he is playing and he is goal-kicking. I really, really like him as far as this matchup goes. Heading into this weekend, I would much rather have Latrell Mitchell against the Cowboys at home than James Tedesco versus Melbourne in Melbourne. So keep it in mind. Push Latrell Mitchell up a little bit. Push Cody Walker up if your grand final is in round 24. Uh, Round 24, Sunday afternoon. I'm, I, I just don't know about either of these two games. The Tigers and the Dragons, fuck knows. Either team could win that by 30 points. Once again, there's no one from the Dragons. You're going to stack to win a competition, same as the West Tigers. 4 p.m., the Gold Coast Titans, they play the Newcastle Knights. I'll probably back the Titans to win this one on the Gold Coast. I think there will be points in this one, but I'd probably back the Titans to score the points in this one. I think Newcastle are going to be in a bit of curry by then. I think they're going to be begging for Mad Monday. Uh, David Fafita, Jaden Campbell, AJ Brimson, Sexton, these sort of guys. Could be a decent little play uh, Sunday, 4 p.m., the last game. I'll expect them to score points in that one. But if you're going to stack Titans, they need to be doing well for the rest of the year, and I'm not overly convinced that they will be. For me, if your grand final's in round 24, I'm going to back Nathan Cleary to be the top point scorer against the Warriors. I'll back Turbo to be in the top five or six against the Canberra Raiders. He's still that good. But I'll probably back Latrell to outscore Turbo against the Cowboys in that in that second last week. You're probably more likely you're probably more likely to not get guys rested here like your Latrells, your Clearies, your Turbos, these sort of fellas. But for me, the big the big red flags are Parramatta, Melbourne, and the Sydney Roosters. If your grand final's in round 25, you need to have a look at the two weeks leading up to that. If you're in round 24, you need to have a look at round 23 as well. I'll just skim my eye over it. Penrith and South Sydney, tough one for Nathan Cleary. Tough one for Latrell Mitchell. Tough one for Cody Walker. Uh, the Melbourne Storm, they play Brisbane. So I'm expecting Pappy to probably score 100 there, realistically. Mainly play Cronulla at Brookvale. So will be a tough one for them. I think Cronulla will be a very good defensive side. But it is over at Brookvale. So you've probably got a back turbo to go 90 plus, realistically. The Roosters play the West Tigers I, at the SCG. I think Teddy and Keary could both score 100 points there and they could really give it to Balmain. You need to check 
all of the matchups for every player that you're thinking about selecting in your first five or six rounds. After that, it is a bit of a lottery unless you've got wingers and centers. I would try and stack them up with good matchups in the back end. Once again, maybe it's out thinking the room a little bit, but for me, it's something that you need to consider. If it plays out and it works your way like it did for me five or six, even seven years ago now, it is sensational. It won't always work out that way. It probably won't most of the time, but I think it's something you need to be aware of, and I think it's definitely something you need to consider and at least you want to avoid the big red flags you want to avoid playing the roosters at the scg you want to avoid playing melbourne at melbourne you want to avoid playing penrith at penrith something to consider it's not the be all and end all but for people that are early in their draft competitions or playing their first season definitely something you need to be aware of